Welcome to Reality Crafting with Susanna Kennedy. Known as the graceful transformation expert and author of Sacred Union, Pathway to Paradise, Susanna and her guests will share the art and science of releasing patterns of stress, struggle, and pain, so you can embody your true divine self, manifest your personal paradise, and fulfill your soul purpose. Aloha and welcome to Reality Crafting with Susanna. I am your host, Susanna Kennedy of SusannaKennedy.com. And I am coming to you from my home studio in the organic agriculture district of Kauai, which is known as the Garden Isle of Hawaii. So if you happen to hear roosters in the background, you're not hearing things. That is what is roaming in my yard. So let's get started. So today our topic is stressed out to blissed out. And I want to go back to something I talked about in a previous episode where we talked about the symptoms of awakening. And so this sense of awakening, getting out of the dream, the illusion of separation, starting to see the illusion of separation, starting to see or feel that there's more to me and more to life in this world than we've been led to believe. So that awakening. Now, sometimes this happens gradually as you you know, watch the news or talk to friends. Uh, sometimes it happens uh, like a peak experience. So for some people, maybe they're doing yoga or they're doing meditation or they go to some kind of workshop or they take some kind of plant medicine <laughs> that stimulates the DMT, the hallucinogenic properties of the mind. And they feel this peak experience, this feeling and touching and connecting with all that is, with source, with their higher self, with all of life. And it's a wonderful, blissful experience. And then you come down from it. <laughs> it's temporary. The blissed out state is temporary but what you learned in that state sticks with you. And now there's a real disparity between what you know or what you have felt to be true and what your life is currently reflecting back to you, what your reality looks like, what the roles that you're playing, the situation, your job, your relationships, your health your place where you're living. So all of these now seem uncomfortable, disharmonious, when before the peak experience, you were used to it. It was normal. It was operating on automatic pilot. And now you've awakened. And you want to get back to that awakened, blissful state and you don't know how to get back there. You try doing whatever it was that got you there in the first place, and maybe this time it doesn't work. 
Uh, you try all kinds of things. You become a seeker. <laughs> You're seeking that blissful state. How can I get back there and stay there? So we go from blissed out to stressed out, and we want to get back to blissed out again. <laughs> again, what is keeping us from that blissed out state? What is getting in the way? What is the resistance? We talked about this before as the root cause of all suffering, the illusion of separation. You know, we can't, as individuals, do much about how that illusion is playing out in the world out there. But we can do something about how it's playing in our internal world. And so when we change what's on the inside of us, the outer world will change to align with it. And that feeling of discomfort and disharmony that we feel after a peak experience and we come back into our body and back into our life, that disparity that becomes like a spiritual pain, a longing to get back there. And so again, what is in the way? It's the programming. It's our belief system. And even though we are now in a perspective that, okay, now I get that it's programming <laughs> and the programming isn't the truth of who I am because I've experienced the truth of who I am, but that programming is still running me. It's, I still have triggers where I go into automatic behavior when somebody pushes my hot buttons. I still have this life that my beliefs and my programming has manifested and it's in 3D form reflecting back to me, my old beliefs, my old limitations. How do I change it? And so some people feel like they want to change the outer circumstances. They want to maybe get out of an unrewarding marriage or relationship. Maybe they want to quit their job and go do something more meaningful, uh, start a nonprofit organization or become a coach or a life coach or a spiritual mentor or a healer. Some people want to move. They want to move away from the family and friends who can't see that they have changed, that there's something fundamentally different and more expanded about me. But my friends and family don't see it. They don't want to see it. They're comfortable with me the way I am. And if I change the way I am, then they have to change in response. And they're hooked into their patterns and programs. We all have a program which with each person we have a relationship with. Okay, we have individual programs for each person. So and you know this because you can say, well, when I'm with my sister, she always does this. Or if I say that, that triggers her and she does this. Or my boss always criticizes me. He never can see the good in what I'm doing. My husband takes me for granted. So we have our programs with these people. And even when we want to change our programming, we still can feel locked in to their resistance to changing the programming. But it can be done, and it can be done gracefully. 
starting with in yourself and letting go of first the fear of abandonment. That reminds me, while we're on the topic of deprogramming your subconscious mind and transmuting the dense emotions, we're going to take a quick one-minute break and tell you about the program that I have developed to make it easy, quick, and graceful for you to do just that. Be back in a minute. What if you could deprogram your subconscious mind almost as easily as upgrading your smartphone? Good news, you can with Susanna Kennedy's Emotional Mental Detox Program. This digital course includes six guided meditations that will eliminate your limiting beliefs and self-sabotaging patterns. Delete those hot buttons that trigger unhealthy automatic reactions. Release heavy emotional baggage like anger, guilt, anxiety, depression, unworthiness, and fear of rejection. Step into nourishing unconditional self-love, respect, and confidence, and enjoy the clarity and courage to create healthy boundaries and express yourself authentically. Each meditation releases and heals one of the six core issues that all humans have in common. Let go of the obsolete programming from your childhood, heal your broken heart, and allow your unique love light to shine through. For more information, go to SusannaKennedy.com forward slash EMDetox. That's SusannaKennedy.com forward slash EMDETOX and start your emotional mental detox today. Aloha and welcome back to Reality Crafting with Susanna. This is your host, Susanna Kennedy of SusannaKennedy.com. Okay, so again, I said I'm going to do a whole podcast on this, but to shorten it up just for this, because I have a lot to share with you on this topic about how to get back to (laughs) that blissful state, the fear of abandonment causes us to not be true to ourselves because we are afraid that we'll be rejected or abandoned in some way. And so we're not truthful. We may not even know ourselves. I've seen a lot of people who have gone through an awakening. They are in, they've let go of all of their ego limitations, limited ego. And now they've always been, you know, the nice guy, the one that keeps the peace. And so they don't even know what they want. They don't know what brings them joy because they've been busy pleasing everybody else. So there's a period of getting to know yourself again (laughs) or getting to know yourself for the first time, your true self and what brings you joy and what expands 
your love and what raises your frequency. So all of these things you can discover when you are free of the past limitations. Again, these limitations were created. The sense of self, the self-identity was created in your first seven years. When your brain was in a theta brainwave, it was the right hemisphere of the brain that was open and dominant and recording everything and looking for patterns and programs to make little automatic programs to make life easier so you didn't have to think about everything you did. And it's just like driving a car, how, you know, it gets to be so automatic, you don't even have to think about it. That saves you mental <laughs> capacity so that you can be thinking about something else when you're driving. <laughs> so clearing the old patterns and programs and the self-limiting beliefs and especially the fear of abandonment, one of the first ones, so that you can feel comfortable speaking your truth from your heart with respect and compassion. And this means creating healthy boundaries for yourself. When you're free of the fear of abandonment, you feel more free to speak your truth. And the fear you find of being abandoned or rejected it wasn't substantial anyway, okay? That came from your childhood. That came from a time when you depended on your parents for your survival. But you don't depend on them for your survival anymore. You've been taking care of yourself. So that fear is really unjustified, but it's still there. It gets triggered when certain circumstances or stimuli occur. So getting free of all of that and what happens is you keep expanding. You expand, you're letting go of the limiting constriction. And that constriction actually makes your conduit for receiving the higher frequencies and connecting to your higher self and the amount of life force energy that runs through your body, it restricts it. The mental and emotional constrictions constrict your life force energy and your love capacity. The capacity to flow love through you and let love manifest as creative inspiration or just action, <laughs> uh, life force energy. So you have the energy to do what you would like to do. So you expand. You expand your ability to receive. You expand your ability to perceive the higher frequencies and the beauty and the wonder that is all around us. You expand your consciousness. And so you raise yourself into a higher octave of living. And when you let go of those limiting beliefs and that dense energy, you go into a whole other octave of experience, a whole other frequency bandwave, or we've likened it to a higher radio station, where more compassionate, wise, and loving inspirations come to you. So you clear your triggers that, and your hot buttons that trigger an automatic behavior. And... I'll give you an example of this. So one of my favorite <laughs> movies is Back to the Future. 
in there, Marty has a hot button. And if somebody calls him a chicken, it triggers him into an automatic response where he goes to prove that he's not a chicken. And he goes overboard and takes all kinds of ridiculous risks <laughs> and gets himself into more trouble than it's worth. So that's an example of a hot button or a trigger. You go into an automatic response. But when you clear your programming, you clear those triggers, those hot buttons, and what you're left with is presence. So instead of automatic reaction, you're present in the moment and you are now in a higher bandwidth of energy. And so those more graceful, more compassionate, more loving responses become available to you as inspiration. So you'll do and say things that are very different than what you did when you were triggered into an automatic reaction. So we, this is true responsibility, the ability to respond consciously in a more compassionate way. Now, this doesn't mean that you let people walk all over you, actually, quite contrary. So you become more compassionate for yourself. And you realize that there's such a thing called healthy boundaries. And you feel free to speak your truth from your heart with respect and compassion for yourself and for others. So the fear of abandonment is gone. And now you can say what's true. So if somebody who seems to always be taking advantage of you asks you to do something, you know, you check in and say, first, is it my responsibility? Is it something that I'm responsible for? Am I taking on somebody else's responsibility? Is it something that I have time to do? Is it something I have the energy to do? Is it something that I really want to do that will bring me joy? If the answer to any of those is no, then you can respectfully decline. And that is, you know, articulating no, you know, that's not aligned with my highest good right now, or I don't have time, I don't have the energy, I'm focusing on the things that I'm responsible for. So it gives you that confidence to speak that. Now, as I mentioned before, we have programs with people, and if you've in the past been a real pushover, <laughs> and somebody who consistently takes advantage of you, when you start to articulate your boundaries, you might get some resistance because they're not used to it and you've broken the pattern, you've broken the program. So now they have to respond differently. In a lot of cases, and I've seen this over and over again, people who clearly and respectfully articulate their boundaries are really wonderfully surprised <laughs> that they're honored and respected for their no. <laughs> so that is one of the benefits. So you start to get true to yourself. You are in integrity with yourself. And when you're in integrity with yourself, you're automatically in integrity with everyone else. Even if they don't like and they have to adjust 
to the new you. So if you communicate your boundaries respectfully, then that's all you are responsible for. You're not responsible for what they think or how they feel. That's their responsibility. They may react according to their programming. That's where compassion comes in. The compassion, it's acceptance, allowance, non-judgment, and unconditional love. Okay, so let's say that you just articulated your boundaries. You said no to a, a request from somebody who wanted you to do something for them. You articulate it respectfully, and they have an angry reaction. You're not responsible for their anger. The compassion comes in in understanding that they have their programming and that their reaction is coming from their programming. And it doesn't mean anything about you. It's their stuff. You know, you can even say and acknowledge, well, you know, I acknowledge that you might be angry about this. You're used to me doing everything you ask me to do. And, you know, from now on, I'm going to be honest about what I can do and what I can't do. I just know that I need to honor and respect myself. You know, this is something that you're asking me to do that's actually your responsibility. And so I understand your anger, but it's not going to change my mind. <laughs> so that's an example. Being in integrity with yourself, speaking the truth with respect and compassion, you also when you're in that frequency of compassion, you actually project a field of compassion around you. The other person may actually feel the compassion. They may feel that you're respectful and you're honest, and they might actually respect you as well. So that's a, a wonderful benefit that we see happen, that they take advantage of you and People are continually taking advantage. They don't respect the person that they're taking advantage of. There is usually some kind of feeling of guilt. And usually if you say yes to something that you really want to say no to, you go ahead and do it anyway, but there's resentment. And maybe you don't express the resentment directly but the other person will feel it and it will degrade the relationship. So being in integrity with yourself is the truth. And so that means you're in integrity with the other automatically, even if they don't like it. So here you are, you're clearing your triggers, you're clearing your subconscious beliefs, you're transmuting all the painful emotions into love, you're expanding your ability to receive love, you're expanding your ability to have compassion for yourself and others, you're perceiving beauty and love at a whole new level, and you start attracting more good things to you, because you're going to attract at the level of the frequency that you're transmitting. So you raise your frequency and you start raising 
your circumstances. You start raising your experiences. You attract more grace, more ease, more love, more respect. Everything that you do to love and respect yourself teaches, reprograms the universe on how you want to be treated. It reprograms the people around you on how you want to be treated. So there's a deprogramming and then a reprogramming that happens. And you just feel yourself connecting now to your higher self. Your intuition increases. Your guidance from your soul, your higher self, from source, from other beings and higher dimensions, all of this expands and gets more clear and you perceive more and you have the ability to discern more easily. You let go of judging yourself and others and now you replace that with discerning. Discerning is different than judging. The only question with discerning is, is this in my highest good right now? Is this in alignment with what I want to create? And it's a yes or no answer. And even when it's a no answer, it doesn't mean that whatever that is, whatever that question or opportunity or event that we've been invited to, whatever it is, it doesn't mean that it's bad. It's just not aligned with you right now. And so you discern what's aligned with you, what's not aligned with you. And you start to move away from all of those things, those thoughts, those beliefs, those emotions, those habits, those choices that are not aligned with your highest good. And you keep raising your frequency and expanding the grace and ease in your life. It gets more joyful and more loving and more wonderful. Expand the frequency of those blissed out states. I was talking about the boundaries, and that just reminds me too, is there's so many things that take up so much time that we're not even responsible for or that are not necessary. We keep ourselves busy and occupied because we don't want to be with ourselves. And when you start to open up, to your higher self, to your soul, to these higher frequencies, you treasure the time that you can be with yourself. And you let go of things that you're not responsible for and that are not necessary and that were things that you thought you had to do in order to achieve or create an image of yourself. You let go of the false self-image, a lot of the things that keep us busy go away and you have more time to work on yourself and to get into those blissful states, to give yourself time and space to connect with your higher self, with the source, with nature, with the beauty that's around. And you attract people who are now vibrating at this higher state with you. You may see that some people kind of fall away. The ones that can't adjust to the new you, they just kind of fall away because the law of attraction 
doesn't attract them anymore. It doesn't attract you to them and them to you. And so you, it just kind of gracefully falls away. And now you have more time and more energy to do new things, make new choices, move out of that old restricted comfort zone and attract new people <laughs> who are uh, more loving and more joyful and more positive and they're working on themselves and they're wanting to co-create wonderful things. And, you know, you get in touch with your soul and you get in touch with your soul purpose and you get in touch with your soul family. So you let go of all of that that's not you and your soul, your higher self starts to shine through your heart. You know, you're a radio tower and you radiate your true soul signature. And then that attracts soul families, soul mates, anything that has to do with your soul. Because as long as your soul is covered over, filtered, or the signals are distorted by the subconscious programming or the emotions, your signal isn't getting out. So you're not attracting everything that has to do with your soul. <laughs> and when your soul signal is broadcasting through you clearly without any filters or distortions, then you attract the resources to support your soul's purpose or your soul mission. You attract the opportunities, the people who have a similar soul purpose or soul mission to collaborate with, to co-create with. And your life just keeps expanding and getting more wonderful. My favorite quote, or it's not a quote because it comes from me, but it's been quoted by other people, is, I love my life. It's great to be me. And just when I thought it couldn't get any better, it does. And I have one client that is has gone through a lot of my programs. We've been working together and co-creating together for several years now. And she says, the better it gets, the better it gets. And that is getting into the blissful state. That is going from stressed out to blissed out and blessed out so that you feel that you are blessed, that your life is blessed, that it's full of grace and ease and love and joy and the stress and the struggle and the pain are a distant memory. So next time we're going to talk about the fear of abandonment, not to bring you down, but <laughs> to identify how that is coloring your life, filtering your life, and what that has done, it has such an incredible ripple effect. And when you clear that, the wonderful things that start happening. So join me next time on Reality Crafting with Susanna. Check out my Facebook page, the same name, Reality Crafting with Susanna, and my YouTube, and my podcast. <laughs> Come back again and subscribe to my podcast. Oh, if you haven't done so already on my podcast page on my website, SusannaKennedy.com slash podcast, 
there are some free a free gift. So how to uh, transform fear into peace. That's one of my guided meditations that a lot of people are really enjoying. So there's that for you. So you can get a sense of what my guided meditations are like. Until next time, aloha.